0: Hey guys, it's Carissa. If you're loving my podcast, please subscribe and leave me a review. It'll help me so much. So today I talk with my old friend Viet from La Vie Photography. He's amazing at what he does and he primarily shoots with film. So today's hot topic is why film is not dead. And if you're interested in shooting film, you wanna stick around to the end because Viet has an amazing freebie you wanna check out. Enjoy. time hacks because I'm a mom of two, a little bit of woo-woo, and most importantly, self-love and confidence are just a few of the many things we will talk about. I want to give you a genuine thank you for following along my journey. I hope to inspire you every Woo Wednesday so that you say heck yes to listening to this podcast. See you guys soon. Hey guys, it's Carissa. As you know, I'm here with Viet Le and he's a wedding photographer who loves all things film. He is the owner of Levi Photography, and he's actually a hybrid photographer who shoots both film and digital. However, film is always his preferred choice. He started back in 2013, but he really discovered his brand in 2017, and this is when he shot his first roll of film and completely fell in love with everything about it. And that same year, which is crazy, he was awarded the Emerging Film Photographer of the Year by Bill Lumiere, which is so epic. So welcome! Be it!
1: Hey, Chris. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Um, happy to be here. And thank you for that, you know, awesome introduction.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I haven't, we haven't shot together for so long. And I just remember when we shot together, your, your photos were freaking amazing. So I just kind of really um, been following you through these years and I wanted to reach out to you to be on my a podcast because I feel like film is not talked about that much um, but I guess in your so- social circle you're saying like everyone talks about it but I guess in mine no one does. <laughs> so yeah. yeah like tell me how, how you got started like um, were you always a photographer or, like how did you start film and tell me a little bit about your backstory.
1: Yeah, so when I first got started on just wedding in general, um it it was I just kinda stumbled upon it. Um it was at my girlfriend at the time, um, sister's wedding. I was at Uncle Bob with the Canon forty D, picked it up <laughs> for the first time and I, I started snapping some photos and uh, at the time I was like I, I got I got home and I looked at the photos. I was like, Oh man, I'm pretty good. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um uh, but then i i mean i didn't say that to i i i was like oh these are these are pretty i was just admiring my photos um and her totally. sister uh who who looked at the photos was like oh your your photos are really good but i didn't i didn't really look into it too much um i kind of still was a college kid so i can't you know i can't really you know buy more gears it was only one lens dealio <laughs> and you know, i put it off for a few years finished college um and then once i started my career i was like oh man i have some money now so I, um i bought all the gears and and began you know my adventures as shooting as a photographer so my very first wedding i shot it for literally like five hundred dollars for like
0: yeah a, that's a going you know, rate, right, i guess
1: <laughs> yeah like for a 12-hour wedding oh shit and uh even I, that, since I was my first wedding, I shot it exactly the way I wanted to. Mm. Um, and it was all digital. Um, so I was, I was I was going down this – I felt like I was going down this rabbit hole in a way where I was, like, looking at Pinterest, looking at trends, and trying to mimic photographers. And I was shooting digital for, like, the longest time. So, like um, – and then one day I, I, I kind of stumbled upon a film um, – a photography group it was written by elizabeth messina yes um, it was a book called luminous portraits
0: yes i have it
1: and and after reading that book I, I saw oh it was shot by a contact and it was shot on film and i was like what the heck is that so I was like oh, i don't need film mm. i can do it digital mm-hmm. so i i kept on going and then it was 2017 when i i i i saw um this photographer uh, named Jeremy Chu, and he was, I joined this Facebook group, and he was, you know, everything I, I saw was, like, he. everyone was talking about film, and he was sh- teaching this class on film, so I was like, okay, let me try this film out for once, so I ended up buying my first film camera, and I shot my first role in 2017, and I got back my scans, and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, yeah. everything... Everything I ever wanted in photography is uh-huh. here. And then like because the film um is so expensive and costly, um, it has a cost factor to it in that you know, you have to buy the film, um, each roll only yields you know, sixteen shots and you have to, you know, um turn, uh send it to the lab and it's it's a it's a whole process. So you have to kind of really be intentional with your photos and take your time and compose and and shoot it very slowly. I felt like my shots had gotten, became more and more refined as I shot more and more film. And that just changed the game completely for me. Um, I shot exactly how I wanted to shoot.
0: Yeah, I think I was, I was in that Jeremy Chow group with you. And I, I think that's when you, kind of just we're starting i think that's how i met you um through that facebook group but how how did you win that award like your first year of doing film like did you always have an eye for photography is that what you went to college for or how how did you have like this kind of like so i
1: i'm uh, i'm actually a clinic how did i have what was that Oh no, go on. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, so I'm actually a clinical lab scientist. Um, so I, tr- I, I went to school to become a scientist. So I, I mean, growing up, I've always been into like art, like, you know, I, I used to do these arts and crafts classes when I was younger. And uh-huh. um, that side of me was always kind of like dormant. But then I, I felt like photography, like, You know kind of woken that that side of me up and it it gave me an opportunity to kind of express myself um i mean being being in an asian you know environment your parents is like you know be a scientist be a doctor be you know you you know how it is
0: yeah um
1: so um so i did that you know kind of um just to please the parent so to say um but then i kind of it was kind of that, um, saying where, you know, you work and work hard to do what you need to do until you can do what you want to do kind Mm -hmm. of dealio. Mm -hmm. Uh (laughs) So, you know, when I finally started, um, you know, shooting on film and I fell in love with it, I just went with it. And, and my attitude usually is, when I love something, I have to know like everything about it. So I was like testing film. I was, you know, um, shooting different kind of um, film stock. And Uh I just did all my research just to know as much as I can about the film um, and how to shoot it. And within that year, I think I just, you know, kept on, I, I shot film nonstop. And I was shooting more film as a new film photographer than some film photographers that have been shooting for a long time, wow. and I just like jumped in like with both feet, um, and that's, I, I I guess my work, you know, kind of showed, and I, I got recognized, and wow. um, um, Jer- that's Jeremy crazy. at the time was uh, was the film photographer of the year for the previous year, um,
0: uh-huh. so he
1: nominated me for emerging and then i just it, it just went well yep
0: oh how is jeremy doing do you know
1: you know i haven't talked to him in a minute
0: <laughs> yeah 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 i just kind of seen what he was up to but yeah every i was looking at your facebook and um i asked you like before we started recording and i was like are you still married because <laughs> you don't post any photos of your wife but you just told me that you just got married so congratulations
1: Thank you, thank you. Yeah, my wife is a little bit, you know, she, she, she's a little bit camera shy and she's incognito. Um, funny thing was before I started shooting film, she's very camera shy. And then once I started shooting film, she's like, I don't want any of my photos taken other than on film. Oh. So, she, so she she loves her. Um, she loves that film look. And, you know, it, it just shows that, you know, some, I think – some people don't know that they love film and they Uh see these like, you know, magazine and social media and, you know, some of the images that, you know, um, brides click and like are actually on film and they don't even know it. Um, and then when you, when you, when you show up with a film camera, they're like, Oh wow, that's on film. But yeah, I, I think a lot of it is, you know, this hidden thing in the photography world. Um, but, it's always really cool when I when I get a wedding and the bride or the groom for the first time did like had no idea I shoot on film.
0: Oh, I love that. Yeah, like I think the best picture of me was shot on film. And I was like, wow, I'm so beautiful. <laughs> I have no wrinkles. <laughs> My face looks like butter. <laughs> but tell me yeah. more about your wedding. And I just want to I know you guys are private, but I want to hear like, who shot it and where was it at and a little bit about it. Like, were you struggling with the pandemic, like having your wedding? Tell me all the details in a nutshell.
1: Yeah. So, you know, our wedding was kind of rough because we literally had it planned April um, of 2020. So it was like weeks before the shutdown happened
0: and we were
1: so close. Um, So, we had multiple postponement, you know, we were just keep, we were hoping and hoping that, you know, things were open, but you know, I was, we were so grateful that we had a planner on board and that's like, if for any um, brides or, or um, couples out there that just got engaged, I 100% say like a planner is so worth it because the yeah. amount of stress that, you know, you you go through without one is tremendous and having a planner on board was so like such a stretch uh, stress reliever for us um yeah do you want to
0: give a shout out to your planner or your photographer
1: yeah so our planner um that that did everything was Jacqueline Hogarth um she was actually the initial planner our our wedding was be Jacqu- so I long Jack- that she got Jacqueline. pregnant and we of she couldn't Croatia do an actual wedding.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. What happened? Oh, no. I was just saying that I, I went to Croatia with Jacqueline. She's She's amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So... So yeah, it it was Jacqueline Hogarth and then um so she couldn't finish up the wedding and then we transferred all of our planning to Amorette Events um which is Jessica Nguyen. Oh yeah. Yeah, so she she ended up um executing the plan um so she she became our I was it month of or 3 uh-huh. months prior um wedding planner. So she she executed um Jacqueline's plan. Our photographer is actually Kurt Boomer. Yep, I know. Because you
0: you love Kurt Boomer. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So, Kurt Kurt is just an awesome dude, man. Like, Uh I, I love him. So, he... Um, it was him and John, uh, John Koo. So John Koo. Oh,
0: I love them.
1: Yeah. So they 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 sh- they shot the wedding together and I, I couldn't ask for a better photography team. And,
0: oh, John Q. His family photos are epic.
1: Yeah, yeah, his yeah. His Christmas
0: card. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is this like a real family? <laughs> wow. I can't wait. I hope you can send me some photos later after we talk. I want to see you your gallery yeah. inspired yeah. uh, what is uh the biggest accomplishment in your business
1: i i think the biggest accomplishment in my business is just um well first of all when i first won that award that was huge
0: yes um
1: i was i was like wow i, I couldn't believe i i i won this award in in the first year um But then just getting to travel and getting recognized by, you know, um, planners and um, people in in the industry, um, you know, never knowing that, like, will I ever, you know, mentor anything when I first started. Um, But, you know, just that slow recognition and and getting my name out there was, you know, uh, something that I felt like was a, a huge accomplishment
0: Oh yeah, that's so so amazing. And tell me like a little bit about where wedding photography has taken you. Like, I see your Facebook event all of, around the world, but where have you gone for weddings?
1: Um, so fortunately, I I'm trying to not get too into the destination world. I'm, uh-huh. I'm trying to stay West Coast. Yeah. Um, just. I'm glad that I have a, a few mentor that kind of mentored me into like, hey, you know, if you want to become a destination photographer and start a family, it's going to be quite hard if you want to uh, be there for yeah. your family all the time. Uh-huh. Um, with that said, I love traveling and I, I love, like, you know, being around and photography, wedding photography has taken me, you know, to Europe. Um, I mean, I've had inquiries um, to Bali and, you know, wow. all around the States. Um, but you know, I, I try to kind of advertise myself more of a West coast photographer. So all along the coast, so I don't have to travel too far. Uh-huh. Um, but then at the same time, it's like, man, I I still want to go to Europe. I still want to go to Thailand. Uh, maybe I'll take one or two a year, you know? So that's not how yeah. I'm, I'm structuring um, myself right now. Um, try not to spread myself too thin and just you know I'll, I'll take weddings mainly in the west coast and then a few um you know out of state mid midwest or east coast and then like maybe one international one a year and yeah uh,
0: yeah, yeah it, it's really hard when you have kids but i think me when me and you shot <clears> together i didn't even have kids right
1: i'm not sure
0: yeah yeah i think it was nicole and something's wedding um but I, yeah, I take maybe one a year. So I'm going to Hawaii next year and I'm going to bring the family.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. So
0: excited. Okay, so I think one more question before we get into our hot topic. Um, what has been like the biggest struggle of your business and how did you overcome it?
1: I, I think the biggest struggle of my business or any business is like getting that, first if you're starting out of course um you know when i was at the 500 um range it was like ah, am i worthy of charging like two thousand three thousand or four thousand yeah and I, that's a struggle to break into because if you have a portfolio and you don't have anything to like work with it's it's a struggle for any um so anyone new and i would say how I broke into it was kind of second shooting and, and assisting and watching how other photographers work and mm-hmm. then you know keep shooting the keep shooting the way you want to shoot and kind of being a little bit picky about your wedding yeah um, don't just take every wedding that comes to you because if you are you' trying to break into a certain market it's gonna take time It's it's it's, it's uh, it's not going to be easy to get in there. So build a solid portfolio and then you can kind of show the work that you want to shoot. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah. I think tell the listeners like what you told me on the questionnaire, like how you should go out there and shoot and then strive to shoot like 15 perfect images.
1: Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I, I think with any photographers out there, um, film film has changed the game for me and i felt like uh-huh. it is, because I shoot so much on film and i know how much it costs because each each film shot is roughly two dollars so think about it if you had an SD card that holds two thousand shots that's uh-huh. four thousand if you <laughs> that's four thousand dollar worth of yeah. shots to me so i don't overshoot i don't go and shoot every image like you know hope hopefully I, i'll get the image so i'm always. Thinking about if this camera was a film camera, how would uh-huh. I shoot it? Even when I shoot on digital now, I shoot very, like, you know, very slowly. Um, so think about it. Shoot like you are shooting on film. That's my biggest tip for any photographer out there and shoot with intention. So if you were to pick up a film camera and can only shoot 16 shots per day or per memory card, um, how would your photos look? So when you do that, you're gonna be a lot more intentional with your shot. Um, oh, you're gonna slow totally. down a little bit more. You're gonna uh-huh. w- wait for that perfect moment. Yeah. And you're you're gonna be like, oh, is was her eyes closed at that time? Was his eyes closed? Because you know you're not gonna shoot away and then figure it out later. You're gonna as you're looking through that viewfinder, you're gonna keep an eye out for all these subtle movements. And before you snap that shot, you're gonna direct the the couple and, and let them know like, you know, Hey, you know, your eyes are open. Can you, you know, eyes down, eyes closed. Yeah. Right before you take that shot. So shoot as if you only have 16 shot per SD card.
0: Uh, I love that. And I've, I've learned like over the years, like just be as intentional as possible because it helps so much in like post-production because you don't want to be sifting through 5,000 photos. It's ridiculous. You're not going to send that many photos. So just, you know, make the photos count and make sure everyone's like hair out of the face and like lipstick, not in the teeth, like that perfect moment, good posing, good directing, just to get that perfect shot. So I love that you said that.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I say that with 16 shots, Delio, but then there's some moments that you just can't miss. So you just, you just snap one or two of those. But um, it's, if you just, you know, think in that term, your, your photos is going to turn out magical and. you'll you'll love it a lot more because every shot is so intentional.
0: Totally. Okay, let's go into our hot topic of why film is not dead. So you could take it away with tip number one. Shout out to our sponsors. Photo Booth Supply Co. helps entrepreneurs start and scale their businesses by creating meaningful experiences with a photo booth Living in a digital age, anywhere people gather is an opportunity for an experience, and what better way to capture those memories than with a photo booth? There has never been an easier way for photographers to scale their businesses, increase their marketing efforts, and maintain cash flow during off-season than with a photo booth like the Sasso booth. Increase revenue $600 to $800 per event by adding a photo booth to your services so you can make more and work less. If you don't provide a photo booth, someone else will. So stop leaving money on the table and get yourself a Sasa booth today.
1: The reason why film is not dead is if you look at um, Luxury Planner, they usually associate Mm. film photographers um, as a class of their own because we're, I want to say, I don't know. I mean, I... I don't talk to that many digital photographers, but uh-huh. <laughs> I, I I just feel that a lot of times when a a, a planner um, approaches me um, and they see that I shoot on film, they already know that my prices are going to be a lot higher. Um, so then they usually refer the higher budget clients to me. Um, and if you know, if you're a photographer interested in film, you're starting out. Um, you don't have to shoot, you know, 40, 50 rolls of film per wedding to get into the, the market. Um, try shooting five to ten and just, you know, slowly incorporating that and show images to only those five to ten rolls of film. Um, so you you don't have to shoot a ton of film um, to, you know, want to break into that that market. Just, you know, only show the film photos and keep on showing the film photos. Um yeah.
0: Yeah. I love that tip because I think you guys are kind of in like a league of your own and um, people like correlate the film with luxury, like you said, and not just planners, but couples, like maybe someone's like an art director or someone's a film in the film industry and they know that film is so special and they'll pay the premium prices. So I love that you said that. It's a great tip. Yeah. Okay. Take it away with tip number two.
1: Yeah. So, um, so if you are shooting on film, um, expose for the shadow. So film is um, the cool thing about film is it retains highlights very well. So you can okay. overexpose the highlight, and it will still um, retain it. So a lot of times uh, for digital, it's the opposite. You know, you usually kind of underexpose so that you don't blow out the highlights, and then you you go and post and you change that. But in film is is different. Um, you want to expose for the shadow, and then the highlight will take care of itself on film. Okay. And if you want that luminous kind of um, image, and uh, you you want to expose for the shadow, that gives you like you know that buttery skin tone.
0: Yes, everyone wants that butter.
1: Food <laughs> like butter.
0: <laughs> <BTS>. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is some like a little tip for? new people starting out with film like how how should they start should they take a jeremy chow workshop should they go on youtube they should they follow kurt boomer should they take a course
1: i i think um if you're just starting out on film just just take anyone it 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 really i honestly when you're just starting out um Jeremy Chow does excellent workshop, of course. I'm not sure if he still does. I, I I'm so bad. I haven't been following him for a while. Yeah,
0: yeah no worries. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um but I, I honestly just, just whoever you admire. Find someone that who you admire or like love their work or that their their work kind of speaks to you. And see if they're see if they're doing any mentorship or anything and reach out. Um, that's, I think that's the best way to kind of start picking up on film and then don't be scared to test it. I mean, you don't have to shoot a lot of film to kind of get that, um, that feeling of how film are. So you can shoot, I shot my one roll of film and completely fell in love with it. So you don't have to shoot a lot. Um, But if you're just starting out, there's some cameras out there that are crazy expensive like the contacts is is, is expensive if you're just trying to get in um i recommend you know picking up a pentax or picking up a mamiya um, those are uh-huh. usually a lot cheaper um, i myself shoot a Hasselblad so you know when you're just starting out you know you can break into film fairly cheap and you can even shoot 35 millimeter so um I, even you know i i also um do some mentorship mentorship but then i don't advertise it um just you know only only when photographers reach out to me personally i'll go yeah. like, okay I'll, I'll do some but i i don't really advertise it just because i'm so busy right now i'm so busy yeah no we're gonna
0: talk about that later <laughs> you're gonna give away a very generous freebie okay so i'm just gonna recap real fast so why film is not dead uh planners and couples thinks um, correlate film with luxury which equals premium prices and just start off from doing with do 5 to 10 rolls um, number 2 is exposed for shadows and then um number 3 take it away I, if you don't remember i could help you out
1: yeah so um what i as i reach uh, i kind of you know touch upon this is kind of film slows you down so yes. it forces you to slow down and you know, if you shoot like a film photographer and shoot with intention, your photo is gonna look so much better um, when you take it home, and you don't have a lot of culling to do. Um, when I get my scans back from the lab, it's pretty much ready to go. I don't, I do very little culling. I don't, I don't sift through the photos like I used to. Um, I'll correct it here and there, but I know my shots are more, um, you know, intentional, and I can just. Um, kind of adjust the crop or whatever and send it away right away whereas you know sometimes I get uh, I shouldn't say this about my second photographers because they, they're, they're really they're helping me but sometimes I have a second photographer that are a little bit um, inexperienced um, so, and, and they're kind of I, I can see that they're spraying and praying <laughs> And, uh, and 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 I, I get I get photos back and I'm like oh man like I get there's so much like I, I give them an SD card and they fill it up and I was like oh my gosh it's like I don't I, like I I I'm a I'm a primary photographer and I don't even shoot that much yeah and then I realize oh there's so much like similar photos and yeah um, uh-huh. and and you know the thing is it's just like you can actually get the shot by slowing down because i think what it is is um with digital photographer we're so scared um to miss the shot but if you're kind of keeping an eye keen eye out you can get the shot because i mean with film I, I i've i've gotten the shot um you only need two to three not ten
0: yeah i know that's that's hilarious brain and praying. I, I used to I actually, I started off with like a really good camera, like my first year, Um, it was like a 5k camera. Um, Mm -hmm. I forgot what it was called, like Nikon D3s or something. Um, Mm -hmm. And I would just spray and pray and just come out with like 6000 photos. (laughs) 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 But some of them would come out really good. And then, you know, now I use, um, I really use my Fuji and it is a slower camera, which I kind of like. And it's kind of like, okay, boom boom, got it,
1: you know, you shoot with the the GFX.
0: Um, I'm an X-T4 and it's so gorgeous. Yeah. And it makes me Uh. slow down too and be like super intentional and it kind of feels like film, but I love it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, we kind of have to take a step back and like, you you don't need, you know, four, uh, six frames per second. You only need three.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, we're going to go into rapid-fire questions. Okay, Viet, so how did you discover your
1: brand? So I first discovered my brand. Um, I I should go back. I actually rediscovered my brand. Um, when I first started, I was shooting exactly how I wanted. Pinterest kind of carried me away and kind of just... You know, I, I try to mimic a lot of photographers, and I think that's what a lot of photographers go into a rabbit hole and kind of like try to copy other photographers. Shoot the way you want to shoot and what mm, speaks to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, when I first shot my w- first wedding, I, I shot exactly how I wanted. And then I started going on Pinterest and see what people like and stuff like that. And that was a big mistake for me.
0: Interesting.
1: Um, and then when I shot on film, because I was shooting, you know, so slowly and meticulously, I was like, I'm going to shoot the way, you know, what I see, what speaks to me. So that's when my images started to look more like my previous work. And I was comparing my work and I was like, wow, these newer images that created my brand look very much like my very first wedding that I shot. It was just oh, the difference. Yeah, the difference is just like now it's on film. And I was like, man, if I were to shot that wedding on film, like how different would it look?
0: Wow. Yeah. When I go on Pinterest, like I get confused too because I start comparing myself too. <laughs> so it's kind of a, like not a good idea. <laughs> so yeah.
1: yeah. So now like when I'm on Pinterest, I, I, I get inspired by artwork. So like I kind of look at watercolor painting and I I look at how, you know, the previous master, like how they, you know, took their time drawing these art because sometimes if you think, you know, film photography is slow. You know, these artists take days to even finish uh, an art piece. So, you know, and and some of these are like the, you know, the best work I've seen. so I I, I look to get inspiration from artists, like, you know, paintings and and stuff like that. So um, that's where my inspiration comes from now, um, more or less. Yeah.
0: Oh, interesting. Paintings. That's really cool.
1: Mm -hmm. I just went to
0: the Vincent van Gogh exhibit and... It was really pretty. <laughs> it was really inspiring. I was like, yeah. wow. <laughs> the MRSA one. Okay, so I kind of know that you're a hopeless romantic just by talking to you, I think, that last time years ago. Um, and I think because you told me your proposal story. So tell the listeners your proposal story. is so cute.
1: So um, my proposal was kind of funny. I had a huge surprise for my... Um, girlfriend at the time we were we were going to uh go to vegas and you know hang out with some friends We they had a medical um you know seminar or a medical conference so we're like oh we're just gonna go hang out with some friends um these are my best friends that we we grew up with um so we drove out there she had no idea and i just told her hey i want to you know take some photos of you on my film camera some portraits um and i bought this like you know dressed for her and we kind of went out to Red Rock. And at the time I had planned for all of her family to kind of, you know, be there when we arrived. So um, I arranged this whole thing where, you know, our, our fam, my family and her family was, you know, going to be there as soon as she arrived. And I had this like love um, proposal letter that was written to her and it was going to get handed to us um, by her um, nieces which was her ended up being her flower girls um, and you know, I, you know I just got down on one knees and proposed to her and thankfully she said yes um, <laughs> I mean I, I, I didn't doubt that she was going to say yes but you know it's it's still nervous seeing, I mean oh it's still like God. scary but yeah. yeah
0: that's so cute and I think the good like male wedding photographers are hopeless romantics at heart so that just shows you like why you're good at what you do because you're so like emotional and heartfelt um, but tell everyone where they could find you and tell them about your very genu- generous freebie
1: yeah so um you can find me at levy underscore photography um on instagram so that is l-e-v-i-e underscore photography I am offering a uh, one-hour live video um, chat, um, educational mentoring session, um, where photographers can, you know, ask me as many questions as they want at the end of the um, course. It's gonna be really chill. I, I mean, I'm I i do not have anything super structured. It's really uh, thirty minutes of just film basics and then kind of um, a walkthrough of you know what what you need to get started. Um, I'll go over you know how to expose um, light metering technique, um, camera choices and you know how to you know get into it. Um, and for engaged couple um, who are listening, um, I'm actually offering a free engagement session or two hours of extra coverage um, on your wedding day. For anyone who book um, my wedding collection from now until the end of December,
0: dang! I wish I was getting married again. <laughs> <laughs> I would be on that, but maybe I'll take you up on the hour session. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's amazing. It's very generous. If
1: you want any of um, these, you just simply um, send me a DM. Um, Is I don't have any fancy form, um, so just. She sent me a DM and mentioned that you heard this on the podcast. And, you know, um, it's first come, first serve. So the photographer, I only have literally one slot for that. So I'm I'm
0: wow, you better jump on that, guys. (laughs) Oh, well, it was so great catching up. And thank you for this conversation. It was so helpful.
1: Oh, thank you, Carissa, for having me. I'm glad to be on here. And it's such an honor to be on your podcast, actually.
0: Thanks for joining me this week on Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. Make sure to follow, subscribe, leave a review, or tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot and post to IG. Tag me. Also, don't forget to download my free guide on how to become a lead generating machine. See you next time, wedding pros.